Welcome to a new episode of the Consistent Performance Podcast. Being successful as an agency owner or online entrepreneur is not just about accumulating more and more information, but it's about better implementation and execution. Because when you're able to be truly consistent with the right habits and actions, both in your business as well as your life in general, that's when the magic happens. That's why on this podcast, we give you the right strategies and frameworks for you to be able to achieve consistent energy and consistent performance so that you're able to grow your business the most efficient and effective way possible without sacrificing yourself, your health, or burning out along the way. I'm your host, Killian Markert. Let's get started. And welcome to a new episode of the Consistent Performance Podcast. This is Killian, and today it's about the issue with prioritization and how you as an agency or e-com business owner can learn how to prioritize properly so that you're working on the right things and not getting overwhelmed and stressed out by everything there is to do. Now, let's be real. If you're an agency or e-com business owner, right now, it's Q4. And if you're an agency for e-com or if you're just an agency in general and you have lots of new clients right now, or if you're an e-com and Q4 is around, then you're going to be very stressed. Very often that happens for many people. And even during the year, a lot of guys, they think all the projects that they have, there's so many things to work on, right? In your business, in your agency, in your e-com brand and so on. You can work on your sales and marketing and your fulfillment, your branding, uh, relaunches, now getting into YouTube, you know, content marketing. There's so many things to work on. And the biggest mistake that all these business owners are doing, clients that we work with or other people that we talk to, is you think everything is important at the same time to the same degree right now. That's the issue. And now we all have the tendency that we want things to move forward. We want things to, you know, improve and we, we can't stand it if, you know, projects are just, you know, standing there somewhere in limbo. But the, on the opposite, the problem is if you overload yourself. And that is something I see all the time. People coming to me say they are, their schedules are all over the place. They have so many projects to work on at the same time. And they wonder, how do I plan my schedule the right way? And how do I prioritize properly? What do I work on at what time to make sure I'm working the most efficient way possible? And, of course, hit my goals in my business. So that's actually what you should get started with. And that is the first mistake I see people actually do. They're not aligning their long-term vision and their long-term goals for their company with the next immediate projects they're working on. So let's say you have defined very nicely with OKRs, with objectives and key results, the way you want to grow your business. In let's say you measure it in terms of revenue. Let's say you measure it maybe even in client success rate or satisfaction rate, net promoter score. There's def different numbers to track progress. Let's say you want to hit new revenue records or you know profit. You have profit goals. Whatever it is, you set goals maybe monetary, and maybe you set also other goals right in terms of team that you that you want to hire. Maybe also for yourself personally that you say the time spent working on the business versus the time spent still being stuck in the operations and therefore hiring team members, right? That is a nice goal to get yourself out of that so you have more time for, for working on the money-making activities. Now, these are all interesting goals, but you need to ask yourself, if you prioritize, for example, the focus for this year, 
you always have to think in different time frames what prioritization where prioritization takes place you can think of okay what is the prioritization what is the one big thing that i'm going to focus on for this year what's the one big thing for the next three years right these are usually good time frames three years is already quite into the future but you can you always think in terms of the one year ahead right what should be the macro focus and that is a very nice thing to think about well how do you figure that out of course you should ask yourself deeper questions first what are first your own personal values what is really important to you what is your mission and vision on this planet and then in line with that should be ideally the vision and mission of your company it doesn't have to be the exact same thing of course but usually your value should be somehow represented in the company otherwise you're not really feeling otherwise not really resonating with what you're doing there okay so if, if growth is important to you for example then of course right it should be a, a company goal that's important for you where you need to grow in it really challenges you this is an example but that's important that you have these foundations laid that the foundations are clear where you feel really good about the vision and mission for yourself but also in line with that in your company now once you know that you should then think about where do i want to build the company to in the next few years and what would, it, would be the, the biggest goal that I can give here? Right? What's the one big thing that makes everything else easier or necessary if I hit that goal? And for some people, it's a revenue goal or an exit goal or, you know, the time goal that the business is running without them, things like that. And now once you know that, then you can sit down and start, okay, what's the one thing that I should be doing this year such that by doing it, I'm on track to hit that goal for the next three to five years, that long-term vision. And you ask yourself again that focusing question, which is from the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller, which is what's the one thing that makes everything else easier or necessary? Then you set your macro focus for that year, okay? And now I hear you saying, but Killian, there's so many things I want to do. You know, I want to improve my revenue, but also work on my team and, and also, you know, get into content marketing and all of that. Now, you should ask yourself again, what's the one thing that such by doing it, it makes everything else easier or necessary. So that helps you to really focus down on what should be doing first, because once you do that, the other goal can be hit much easier. And the other thing is that you have to think about there is a difference between outcome goals and basically input goals, action-based process goals. Now, let me show you the difference. The outcome goal is, for example, in set in an OKR. OKRs are always outcome goals. That would be objective, hit new revenue milestone, key result as measured by hit da, 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 this number of revenue, right? Or recurring revenue da, 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 hit per year. That's a, that's a result, right? But the process for getting there would be a process goal that you, for example, set up a sales system or you set up a client retention system that's going to increase your revenue or you set up, you know, a new uh, lead generation campaign, a new outbound campaign or a new... new um, new paid, paid ads campaign, a new sales funnel, or you hire you know sales team, depending where the bottleneck is for you. That is then the input goal. And this is already the big difference that 
um, mo most people don't make, they don't differentiate between output goals and input goals. Now, the output goal is basically the, the lagging variable, which kind of in the end um, results from your actions. And the other things are the leading indicators where you are taking action to basically make sure that you're hitting these outcome goals. Okay, so that's very important that you said, okay, the direction where I'm gonna heading to, where I'm gonna, what I'm gonna, what I'm trying to achieve, that's my outcome goal. But then, once you're getting more into the operation, let's say that's your outcome goal for the for the year. Okay, you want to hit that revenue milestone. But then, on a on a quarterly basis, that's a great time then to set more operational input goals, where you say, okay, for this quarter, make we have to make sure that we're setting this, setting this and this. Um, this and this input goal so that we're able to hit actually these objectives that we have. OKRs you can also set for quarters and for months. For months, it's very often a bit uh, too narrow, but for quarters, it's perfect. And then also for half a year and year, these are good timeframes for you know a quarter to a year that's very good for these outcome goals because these are really measurable increases in revenue, client satisfaction, and any other type of outcomes that you can measure, like time freed up, you know, uh, even on your personal level, you could say energy levels, emotional well-being, stress levels, scores in that regard, you can also measure, you know, quarters are really good timeframes for that. Okay. And then on this, this quarter to monthly level, you focus more on those input goals and you think about, okay, what is necessary to be able to hit those outcome goals for the quarter and the year. Okay. So that's in terms of lining things up. A great tool that I recommend for you is a tool called Workflowy. I used it myself. It's very nice because you can nest things and break things down into each other and make sure that you don't lose this overview of what's important. And then what you're going to do is the following. Now, if you're clear on these goals and you're still like, okay, but there's so many projects on a monthly basis that I want to do. And I get it. I myself has have countless projects lined up. The problem is not that you, you can't, it's not a problem to have projects, right? The problem is if you get distracted by trying to juggle them all at once. That's the big problem. So what you need to do is you need to, first of all, do you have clarity what the projects are or do you keep all of them in your head? If you keep all of them in your head, it's very uh, nagging on you and it's distracting you. You always think, oh, I forget something. I should be doing this, should be doing that. Now, if you write them all down, you can do that in Workflow. You can do that in Notion and ClickUp and whatever you use. The more, the simpler, the better from my experience, the simpler the tool where you just put it down into bullet points and then inside each bullet point have a sub list. That's what you do in Workflowy. The easier it is to keep track of things without, you know, needing to have millions of, you know, sub pages and, and complicated, complicated tools. Now, that's the thing. First thing is you get that clarity by basically getting these things out of your head. And once they are out of your head, what you're going to do then is you then start to prioritize, okay? First, you want to have that clarity, okay? What do I have? Now then, how do you prioritize? First thing is always, what I would do is I would do a general prioritization of all of your projects according to importance and urgency. Now, this is just a rough Eisenhower decision matrix prioritization, but it helps already to understand, is it really uh, urgent right now this project or it's more like a nice to have for, for for leveraging the business long term and then you need to understand that you should mostly focus on those important but not so urgent things because the important and urgent are very often also that you think are important 
and they're actually more like in the not important urgent, right? So that's very important that you get a rough estimation of that. And then once you have that, then you think about what is the one big thing for that month? The one big thing, such by doing it, it makes everything else easier or unnecessary. Now, once you have that, this should be the big milestone for that month. And what you do then is that when you plan your weeks, you put in those deep work blocks in the morning that are directly related to hitting that monthly goal. That's what you're going to do. Okay. And then after that is done, you can go, you go to the next one. And I totally get it. Sometimes there's two, there's, you know, other projects, which are, let's say the, the one big thing is something that's important, but not so urgent because, you know, let's say it's some hiring related task or it's some systems related task that will free up a lot of time in the agency or increase the team. But then there's, for example, something that you have to fix in the client fulfillment, which is maybe important and urgent as well right? You would still prioritize this one big thing because a fire should never be your main priority in a month. You would prioritize this, this leverage tasks, for example, a system that would make sure that these fires never come up in the first place. And then you make sure that this happens on a, on a month, on a weekly basis in your calendar from, let's say, uh, Monday to Friday in the morning in your deep work blocks. And then the other tasks that you have to fix, you work on, for example, before lunch, or after lunch. That is how you split them up in a, in, a, in a weekly level and they all get time. But what's important is that you make time for that one big thing in your deep work blocks. It doesn't mean that you only work on one certain type of task or project, your 50 or 40 or 30 hours per week, but that they get the certain prioritization and the certain focus every day in your deep work block. Okay, that is the big takeaway. And then you do the same thing Okay, when you ask yourself, what's the one big thing for the week? What's the one big thing for today? That's such a great tool. And that's the main tool that I want to give you. Because once you understand and become really good at this, then uh, it's much easier to prioritize. And the big mindset shift behind that is you need to learn that there is no such thing as two things being the most important things right now. There's only one thing that's more important than the other. You have to make a decision. Why? It might be that both of them are super important. But still, you can only do one thing at a time. And yes, once, once other things become, take, you know, take priority as well, what you have to do then is you have to learn to delegate and you have to learn to, if possible, eliminate some projects, right? So that's the thing. And that's why you have to make sure you get in those deep work hours. So you're building that team. So you're putting up these, these, these systems, these automations and so on. So you free up time so that you actually can uh, spend that time on the things that really drive your business forward, okay? So that's how you prioritize. You start with the end in mind, set up your long-term goals, you distinguish between input and outcome goals, and then you prioritize with the Eisenhower decision matrix what is truly important. And then you can even go as far as saying, I split my task into recurring tasks and into one-time tasks. The recurring tasks are always in the calendar already. So you do them regularly. Let's say it's a certain content tasks that you do regularly. It's lead generation tasks. It's check-ins with the team and so forth that are already happening anyway that are recurring in the calendar. But these one-time tasks, you know, like setting up that SOP, setting up a new hiring process, you know, types of things that are important but maybe not so urgent. These are things that you should be doing as non-recurring tasks 
in your deep work block and they should be directly contributing to a weekly and monthly one big thing that is in line with your yearly goal. That in a nutshell is how you prioritize. Of course, there's many more things to go deeper into, but I hope that gives you already some idea how to go about it. If you want to see how that looks like for your situation, for your business, how you can make sure you use that method to get more clarity, to be more efficient working on those money-making activities and to make sure that you're growing your business the fast and most efficient way possible and at the same time reduce your stress and make sure you're not burning yourself out along the way, you're sacrificing time for health or other areas outside of business, then let's actually jump on a call together with me personally by going to killianmarket.com right now and book in a call with me, and then we'll take a look at this together and make sure to help you out in your situation, okay? Hope that was helpful. See you soon on our call and on the next episode. Did you like this episode and want to learn more? Check out the show notes. In there, you'll find all the links and resources from this episode. But remember, only listening to the podcast will not change much unless you start implementing and executing on what you have learned consistently. Would you like to know if we might be able to help you take your performance to the next level? Then go to trillionmarket.com and apply for your free consultation call. On this call, we'll help you come up with a performance game plan to level up your daily productivity and energy and grow your business the most efficient way possible without sacrificing yourself, your health, or burning out along the way. Head over to killianmarket.com and apply for your call now.